Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your master certified coach and midlife mentor, and I'm so glad to be here with you again for this week's episode, which is all about how to celebrate the choice to celebrate your life. How to celebrate the choice to celebrate your life. Yep, that's what we're talking about today. If you're listening in real time, this month is the one-year anniversary of my book, 50 Ways to Celebrate Life After 50, Get Unstuck, Avoid Regrets, and Live Your Best Life. Yep, one year ago, I nervously hit the publish button and launched my tiny book out into the universe. So today, I'm going to reflect on this a little bit, read the first chapter about celebrating your age, and take a look at this whole choice business because, as you know, even celebrating doesn't feel like a choice a lot of the time. (laughs) I'm also going to highlight some of the 50 ways to celebrate outlined in the book. So stay tuned because there also might be a way to win yourself a free book too. Okay, but first, this episode is actually sponsored by my book, 50 Ways to Celebrate Life After 50. And you know, we need this as an antidote to all of the negative stuff, societal messaging around aging, and you know, just all that stuff, that heavy, icky stuff. So if you're thinking there's got to be more out there for me, Or if you're wondering, why can't I figure out what I want and just get unstuck already? Or if you're asking yourself, how can I have more fun when turning 50 or being over 50 is such a bummer, then this little book will help you. 50 Ways to Celebrate Life After 50 will help you change the way you think about midlife. Each chapter is filled with upbeat, encouraging midlife goodness. No matter what's going on in your life, you can usually find a way to turn up your creative volume and celebrate a little bit more. Inside the book, you'll learn six different areas of your life that are important to celebrate, why midlife is the perfect time to invite more celebration into your life, and 50 powerful and easy ways to celebrate your life after 50. There are also 30 journal prompts and room for you to jot down your thoughts and reflections so that you push yourself to understand your mindset about this important time in your life. Celebrating more like this helps you get unstuck, avoid regrets, and embrace what's truly possible at any age. 50 Ways to Celebrate Life After 50 is available at your favorite online bookstores if you want a hard copy, or you can head over to my website and download a copy right away for the amazing low price of only $6.97 U.S. Just go to www.50waystocelebrate.com. All right, let's dive in. So here's what happened with the book last year. Well, actually a little over a year ago. I'd been thinking about writing a book for a long time. I had a few ideas over the years, but the deeper I got into my coaching practice, I realized that a little book focused on changing your perspective about what mindset shifts are possible at this point in your life when it comes to happiness and celebration that that would actually be a great place to start. You know, one book doesn't need to be the only book you ever write. (laughs) So let's just get started with that. That's what I was thinking. 
Now, you might be wondering a little bit about what I mean by celebrating. I think it's really about enjoying or savoring, really savoring your time that you're alive, rather than living life skimming through on the surface in an automatic, distracted type of way. Does that make sense? This looks different for each of us, but I'm sure something came up for you just now even about an experience or something that you could be more present with, that you could be more engaged or grateful for. That's what I'm talking about. So I ended up joining the tiny book course to help me get the job done, which turned out to be an amazing thing to do, by the way. I felt like they were holding my hand and leading me forward step by step, word by word, in the most gentle, informative, and creative way possible. Seriously, great experience. If you're thinking of writing a book, I have an affiliate link and a discount code to share with you. Just head over to my website, click the podcast tab, and it will be there in the summary notes of this episode. I cannot say enough positive things about how pleasant this experience was. Anyway, there was some procrastination, of course, but not too much. Um, And I did get the job done, and my book went live on Amazon and on my website in January last year. 2021. It was pretty exciting, I have to say. We had a celebration party on Zoom and everything, like a launch party. Really, really fun. This was a self-published 85-page tiny book. Very personal, too, in that it's anchored by six short stories of my life that were incredibly meaningful and insightful for both me and my coaching business going forward. In fact, these stories help me create the foundation of the Becoming Bold and Brave framework that guides so much of my coaching with midlife women. The six stories are about celebrating your age, celebrating self-care, celebrating your passion, celebrating your professional self, and celebrating your empty nest. I even included a few pictures, which I really love doing, as well as journal prompts related to the topic of each chapter. And as I mentioned, there are 30 journal prompts in total. These are really great prompts to help you get unstuck and help you dig around a little up there in your brain. I like to call it poking and prodding, basically looking around for thoughts so that you can increase your awareness of what you're actually thinking. Take a look at how those thoughts are working for you in that They either are or they're not creating the outcomes that you want in your life. And it can also help you decide if you like your reasons for thinking the way you're thinking so that you can make changes that are more useful to you going forward. Anyway, I thought I would read you the first chapter here now. And don't worry, they're very short chapters. (laughs) So I don't think it's like a bedtime story or anything. Um, But this will really give you a sense of what I'm talking about with the celebration idea being a choice. And you know, it really is. To celebrate life or not celebrate life, especially in midlife, that really is the question. And you get to answer it. When you think something about aging, possibility, or opportunity, it creates the way you feel. The way you feel is what fuels what you do, how you behave, right? So you think something, and then you feel something, and then you do something. These are the steps. Think, feel, do or act, right? You, you take action. And these phases, think, feel, act, are either going to support celebration or not support celebration. <laughs> like I said, the choice is yours. But the problem is that so much of the way humans are 
is based on autopilot or habitual thinking. So that's where it's easy to get stuck. That's where it's easy to waste time. And that is where it's easy to get into a funk. It's super important to be aware of this process and your role in it. Okay, so here we go. Chapter one, celebrate your age. Do you celebrate your age? Are you someone who likes to celebrate birthdays? Or are you a little bit weird about aging these days? Aging is one of those topics that everyone feels differently about, that's for sure. I definitely like to celebrate birthdays and getting older. You see, getting older is something my parents didn't have that much of an opportunity to do. They died way too young. As a midlife gal, I'm a lot older now than they ever were. Outliving your parents by decades isn't that common. This part of my life, however, is what shaped my attitude about aging being a cause for celebration. The idyllic sitcom-friendly life didn't happen for me. Far from it. Even now, decades later, I sometimes find myself thinking that I really find it hard to comprehend that all of this happened in my childhood and that this is my life. But it did, and it is, and I thrived anyway. I love my life. I've learned to accept the past as the past and live in the present. Don't get me wrong, I had my share of difficulty and hardship, but I've been quite fortunate too. I grew up with a strong family structure and a rich family life, including my amazingly strong stepmother, a few very loving aunts, three sets of grandparents, four sisters, a lot of St. Bernard's, and an assortment of cats. (laughs) There was plenty of laughter and lots of love. And now, as a happily married midlife mom, I'm extremely aware that I've outlived both of my parents and I am way older than they ever were. I've been on this planet 25 years longer than my mother and 16 years longer than my father. Even though this fact is still sometimes hard to believe, I also feel incredibly grateful. And I like to celebrate birthdays. As a result of my personal history, I've always sensed that my life perspective was a little different than most. I mean, you know, how could it not be? (laughs) I also think it was a main reason I've been open to mentors in my life. The universe provides mentors for you in all ages, shapes, and sizes. It's a beautiful thing the way this happens. I've been extremely fortunate and have had several men and women over the years become tremendous teachers and role models for me. I welcomed developing these relationships and learned so much. Thankfully, I was open to this kind of connection and have always been able to appreciate and celebrate it. Finally, here's one of the biggest observations that has helped me celebrate life, even with this kind of adversity. You can actively choose how you want to think and feel about things you can't change. I've decided that I want to live a peaceful life full of excitement about what is possible. I know that I can choose to feel this way because thoughts create feelings. I'm committed to understanding what thoughts I need to think to create feelings of gratitude and excitement. For example, the thought, I know my parents loved me, creates a lot of gratitude. The thought, there's still plenty of time to do amazing things, creates the feeling of excitement. Indeed, knowing and practicing this mindfulness skill is a cause for celebration. Why it's important to celebrate your age. What if aging was simply a reminder that you could be grateful that you're alive? That's it. 
No matter your age or milestone birthday, not everyone has the privilege to age. Not everyone can experience what you're doing right now, breathing, reading this book, enjoying nature, loving your family, petting your dog, listening to music, or watching the clouds. It can be easy to lose sight of this when you get older, especially in midlife. Life can become overwhelming and difficult at times. It's common to start thinking that it's too late or too hard to make the change that you're thinking about, or that the best really isn't yet to come. You might decide that you can't stand the way you look anymore with those unruly chin hairs or wrinkles between your brows. You might just think that you're too old now to do this or that. Remember that these are just optional thoughts that you're thinking about what aging means to you. Notice how thinking about getting older like this makes you feel. My guess is not that great. You don't have to think this way. Ask yourself, what if the best really is yet to come? What if being your current age is an advantage that you just don't understand yet? How are you not just older, but older, wiser, and more fabulous than ever before? What would it be like if you believed it was a privilege to age every year? Why are you resistant to simply accepting the way your beautiful face is changing as it ages? What feelings do you want to have in your life regularly? What do you need to think to create this for yourself? Then I have a couple of pictures here. Okay, now remember the name of the book is 50 Ways to Celebrate Life After 50. Each of these little chapters, and I told you it was little, um, has eight or nine specific ways to celebrate in each of those six areas. So nine of the 50 ways are listed next. Here they are, things you can do to celebrate your age. Number one, celebrate your birthday by making a donation to your favorite cause. Number two, commit to experience joy on your own terms for the rest of your life. Number three, Personally reach out to or even call your friends and family whose birthday reminders pop up on your Facebook feed rather than only sending a message. Number four, question your thoughts about aging. Notice what you're currently thinking about the age that you are. Then ask yourself what you could make it mean on purpose instead. Number five, practice one new thought about what's possible in your life in the next year, five years, and 10 years. Number six, create a daily gratitude habit. Have fun shopping for a gratitude journal or several. Number seven, pick the top 10 days you had last year and celebrate them by making a list and thanking the people you shared them with. Now, this is a great New Year's Day or birthday activity. Number eight, go out of your way to discover what else happened on the day you were born or the year of your birth. Cards, horoscopes, star charts, life magazine from that year, songs, playlists, that sort of thing. And number nine, Google success after 40 or success after 50 and read about people who created successful magic later in life for inspiration. Write down what you want to apply to your own life. There you have it. Lots of midlife goodness, perspective, and choice. And you know, it all really begs the question, when it comes to celebration, if not now, 
when? There are so many ways to think about what is celebration worthy. (laughs) I love thinking about that. Is this celebration worthy? That's why you have to get your head around the idea that you have a choice to celebrate. Celebration is a choice. You have a choice to think about aging the way you do. You have a choice to think about what's possible instead of what's not possible. All of it. Celebrating more than you do currently is something that you can think about to guide you more in that direction. You can learn to be more intentional about increasing the celebration factor in your life and being more present on purpose. And you know what? You don't have to wait for something celebration worthy to happen either. That's what I'm getting at. You can commit to this kind of a mindset right now that this is a priority for you that you want to practice pumping up your celebration muscle, that you are ready for this commitment. I have a feeling that you'll never look back. And all you have to do is focus on one thought and one celebration at a time. Now, would you like to win a free book? It's easy. Just tell me how you want to celebrate more. That's it. It is so simple. I will be choosing five winners at random. Let me hear how this inspired you and what you're going to do with this gentle nudge. Leave a short voice message at bit.ly forward slash feedback to Susie. So specifically go to https colon slash slash bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash feedback to Susie, S-U-Z-Y. Leave your message and you just might win a book. So Good luck, and I can't wait to hear your plans to celebrate more. And guess what? This contest is open all of 2022. I'm going to be picking winners at random throughout the year. So please send it in bit.ly forward slash feedback to Susie, and I can't wait to hear what you are up to. Okay, that is it for this episode. As you know, my focus as a midlife coach is to help you become the queen of your brain domain. What that means is learning how to get better at catching yourself in the act of thinking and wasting less time spinning and feeling stuck because you figured out what you want and how to get there. This is what regret-proofing your life is all about. Now, if you want to go faster, I can totally help. You really have to join us in the Women in the Middle Academy. It's my six-month coaching program to teach you how to get the clarity and excitement in your life again that you have been looking for. Don't waste another second feeling stuck. Book your momentum call and we'll take it from there. Head over to www.womeninthemiddleacademy.com. For show notes and links, go to www.susierosenstein.com and click on the podcast tab to find the information about this episode. To purchase 50 Ways to Celebrate Life After 50, easy. It's available at your favorite online bookstores if you want a hard copy or you can head over to my website and download a copy right away for the amazing low price of only $6.97 US. Just go to www.50waystocelebrate.com. And if you've already purchased the book, please leave a review. It would be greatly appreciated, and I would love to hear from you. Let's do this, ladies. It's time for you to put yourself first, one thought at a time. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.